0: what is up everyone this is noelle foley and you are listening to pro wrestling proverbs oh yeah have a nice day just like our new year's resolutions the royal rumble began the year and i when you think of a lot of resolutions You normally think of your normal weightlifting, cutting out pop, maybe not spending as much money. But when I think of resolutions, I think of someone having redemption. And I think redemption was the theme of this past year's Royal Rumble. You just didn't realize it yet. (sighs) What we have here are seven people. Who in the Royal Rumble matches and the main event. All prove to have redemption. Whether it be in their WWE careers. Their momentum in the WWE. Or just in general. To me these seven are Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Gunther, Cody, Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan, and Michelle McCool. Each one of them had some sort of redemption story at the Royal Rumble. It might not have been spelled out for everyone, but it was there. Let's start with Michelle McCool. Um, I think she was in, I I think you'd agree with me too, probably the worst women's era in WWE once they brought back the women's title in the late 90s.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that.
0: Because, I mean, when you think of the mid-2000s women, you think of what? Kelly Kelly, Candice Michelle... Maria, a debuting Natalia, a retiring Victoria, and then maybe Beth Phoenix and Michelle McCool. I think. Th- I guess I think Mickey th- James was there too.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that. I think that's
0: uh, that's about everybody. None of them got a lot of TV time, um, unless you were as good as Beth Phoenix and got to fight with the men. And none of these women really got a lot of TV time. And I thought Michelle McCool was a real talent then. Um, She was pretty good on the mic, although a lot of people hate on her because she was a part of the Piggy James angle. And I think she's really good in the ring. But the issue is, uh, between that era being just trash for women, she obviously is the wife of the Undertaker. And a lot of people seem to think that's why she got her spot. If you listen to our Chris Benoit podcast, she actually uh, was having an affair with Chris. Oh. Chris was having an affair with her. Yeah. Um so so again, again though, like that wasn't just a random offshoot. You figure in her time at the WWE, she was with Chris Benoit and The Undertaker. You're really not gonna fuck with Michelle McCool. Um but I, I don't think her relationships had anything to play with it. I think, like, Nikki Bella after her, people just used that because for whatever reason they didn't like her. I mean, and then on top of that, Michelle has been in, I want to say, every Women's Royal Rumble since it de- since it debuted.
1: I think so because uh, and she's just one of those people that's always there. And like, oh, yeah, oh <clears throat> shit, we forgot to book the
0: Women's Royal Rumble again. And, and the thing is, she never puts on a bad performance. Like, even this year in Uggs, as Pat McAfee kept pointing out, she still went in there and did her thing. I think Michelle McCool would be the perfect person to be a true surprise entrant and win the whole thing. Like I know, Cody was a surprise this year, and Batista was a surprise a few years ago. I
1: think but... I think the only way that could realistically happen is if they have nobody, which that could happen next year. Like, <laughs> like I think maybe the favorite next year, early favorite is probably Bailey, but yeah. as if she's not champion or involved with a like a major feud like she was this year with right. Becky, but. Yeah. I I, I I I wouldn't be too too against the idea. Um but I would like it I would like if it was just out of nowhere. Like I don't want her showing up on Raw like yeah. a month before being like Charlotte Flair, I'm coming for you. And <laughs> have her <laughs> come and win the rumble. Just have her enter at like twenty eight. Like you even do it again like how they did it this year. She just gets out of the crowd. Yeah, uh, and beat the shit out of everybody and win. But she's I think like, wrestling still... fans would hate that because this is yeah. something you just said. It was like, oh, she's just married to the Undertaker, and then he's just he's he's politicking backstage again just to get his wife a fucking match.
0: Well, that and then for whatever reason, she's not one of them. Which I've touched on this before. I hate how WWE fans are with part timers. Like, if they like the person, like, oh, oh, my God, Stone Cold, the greatest thing, which he did good, but then everyone's all disappointed he's not fighting this year. But then you had The Rock, who was supposed to come back and potentially win the Rumble go on to WrestleMania, and everyone everyone hated it because it's predictable. And I don't know why they do that with part-timers, why some of them are okay, some of them aren't. But I don't think Michelle would fall into the... I, I think Michelle McCool would fall into the art, just as Trish Stratus always seems to fall into the R.
1: Yeah, and just real quick, um, we were wrong. She wasn't in the 2019-2020 okay, uh, 2020 or the COVID-2021 rumble.
0: So, so listen to that. we That's the impact she had in the Rumble, is we thought she was in every women's one. I mean, we were talking earlier before this about other wrestling things, and there was moments we completely forgot. I mean, I completely forgot Rhea Ripley was a Raw Women's Champion. (laughs) And she entered at number one. She crushed it. She won the Rumble. And I still think it's a mistake. She picked Charlotte. I get it. Charlotte's beaten her twice for a title. I think she would have had a tremendous match with Bianca as the two future women of the company. Uh, But I think this night was a big redemption for Rhea as well. I, as I said before, Charlotte's beaten her twice. But then with injuries, I'd say probably throughout the past year on and off. Um, I know a lot of people kind of assumed she was going to be just the a China of the Judgment Day. And if you, I mean, a lot of people seem to think so, but it wasn't until later in her career that China really got in the ring. Like the first, I'd say two or three years. She was just it's not um, like She was just there. She, yeah, DX. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I a lot of people thought that's what Rhea was going to become. And to have her enter at one, and even before the night, um, she was the heavy favorite. When I saw she entered at one, I actually wasn't watching it. I was out at a concert. When I saw she was one, I I, I thought the reports would have been fake at that point. Because to be the first women to win the Rumble entering at number one, I don't think they really hit home on that as hard as they should have I mentioned it once or twice but i mean this puts her in the same boat as Shawn michaels and edge yeah and benoit but they're never going to say that
1: and my um, mysterio which are going to that too
0: yeah but i mean it's just good company to be in yeah and they really didn't hit home but um I'm excited for Mania. I, I she's got to win it. Yeah,
1: as, as a, yeah. That's the only reason she chose Charlotte. Uh, like you said, she already Charlotte beat her twice for both of her championships. She's had before the NXT and the Raw Women's Champion. The, the NXT one seemed kind of targeted. <laughs> like, yeah. Why does Charlotte go back to win the NXT Championship? But whatever. Um. Yeah, it's, it's definitely like another kind of a redemption. It's a redemption.
0: Yeah. Uh, um, and it'll it and a even larger redemption for her is the fact that the uh, brand split's supposed to happen shortly after Mania. From all the reports, all the rumors, she's going to be the face of one of the brands.
1: Oh yeah, she has to be her
0: and, her and I think day. I think this is big for her <clears throat> because of all the assholes on the internet who say that she looks too much like a man. She gets to be the face of a brand, and they just have to fucking deal with it. Now, then another potential women's face, maybe not as big as Rhea and Bianca, but is Liv Morgan. And, um, I remember when Liv Morgan came to the main roster, didn't understand why, because I didn't think her NXT run was anything special. I didn't think she was good in the ring. Uh, I thought all three members of the Riot Squad, I thought the big difference between the Riot Squad and Page's group is that Page's group could wrestle, um, And then Liv came back as the lesbian lover of Lana. And then she had all eyes on her and kind of got trounced pretty fast by Charlotte. Now, yeah, she won money in the bank. She cashed in on Ronda. She had the tag scene with Rhea. But you still, you kept hearing announcers talk about that edge that she had. And you really didn't see it. I mean, even the stuff with Tegan Knox lately, you really didn't see it. Um, I thought her entering at two and going the distance with Rhea really proved to a lot of people how good Liv Morgan is.
1: I yeah, I always liked Liv, even back uh, all the way back to the um, the Riot Squad.
0: I I I did not like any of them. It wasn't I, until
1: I, uh, I know you didn't like.
0: It's not until she broke away from him that I really started to take notice. And I mean, I think her gimmick's great. I think her charisma. She's, she's the perfect Ricky Morton babyface because she can get the shit kicked out of her. And it happens every match. Um, but this this, like I said, this solidified her as being up there, in my opinion. With the Becky's, the Charlotte's, the Rhea's, the Bianca's, the Alexa's. Like, she's at the top tier of WWE women right now.
1: Yeah, I think I think her and uh, Tegan, or if anybody, or if she teams with anybody else, I think they could uh, win and hold down the, the tag division for a while. Definitely. And I mean, that'd be good, too. She could move on up and challenge a heel champion every once in a while.
0: Um. I mean, that'd be perfect. The the ladies division is the tag, especially has needed someone, a team to really air the flag. They haven't had one they had. I mean, it's kind of ironic They had Sasha and Bailey, the iconics, and then Sasha and Naomi. But no one else really comes to mind. Um, So I mean, I definitely like that idea. Yeah, I, I, can, nah. I can see are kind of being just like
1: that uh, perpetual baby face too of whatever mm-hmm. division or not division, not whatever branch she's on. Uh, Definitely, she's like whenever there's a new heel champion, let's let's try it out her as a fan favorite for her to get beat up and beat on. Uh, she might win it here or there to get credibility again. But I think yeah. I, I think that's perfect for Liv. That's you know, a good little, that's a good role for her, and uh, I think she'll do great yeah. at it. Great redemption on a Saturday for Liv
0: Morgan. Another uh, man who had some redemption in WWE himself is Gunther. And I go back to our Top 25 video and podcast, and we talked about how Gunther, when he had his name changed, um, it looked like McMahon soured on him. He did a goofy thing at the 4th of July Raw, and then he was supposed to get sent down to NXT or potentially fired uh, he just came a long way and entered number one, and he didn't just enter at number one and sit in the corner a lot of times. He came nose to nose with all the big names that came into the ring.
1: Yeah, he was a, he was the true Iron Man this year, like an actual Iron oh, Man. Yeah. Not, like you said, not somebody who like worked at the very beginning of the match and then sat in the corner for the next thirty and then did yeah. the big spot at the end. No, he was he was fucking in it uh, the entire time. Um, and then he even put on a, I think it was seven minute, like a seven minute match with Cody at the very end there, rivaling yeah. the Shawn Michaels Undertaker one from two thousand
0: seven. Uh, and, 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 and that's scary because, like the Undertaker, it shows that this guy's got strength, cardio, speed. Like he's he's got it all. And I, I told you earlier, I thought it was perfect because. Cody won, it was in Texas, he's the American Nightmare, and he eliminated the big foreign heel. And if anyone knows anything about Dusty Rhodes and his booking in the NWA or NWA affiliates, it was always the American against the foreign heel. And damn, it being in Texas just made it perfect. And I mean, what else can you say? Taurus Peck? He came back, and he won the Rumble, and even though there's a couple people that fans would have rather had win it, they were pretty vocal about it on social media before, and we talked about how everyone was fickle and how, <laughs> oh, it's predictable, it's not good. So he won, and he still got a crowd reaction. And this is after coming from AEW where he was getting perpetually booed.
1: Yeah. And, and, and this is what I, I told you before the recording, and I, I think... Uh, W played the fans right at the rumble because um, I knew that Sammy is the favorite, um, and I think they knew if they did the whole angle of Roman turn on Sammy before the Men's Rumble, it would have uh, uh, unintentionally cued everybody else in uh, on the fact that oh, Sammy has to win now. You can't, you can't, you can't have that happened the same than having <clears throat> not entering at 30. I think th- they did the right thing putting Roman and Kevin Owens on last and then putting the men's one first because I, I was surprised. I think a lot of people were surprised that the men's one was on first because uh, ever since the first women's rumble, the men's have always gone on last as the main event. Um, yep. Except for the first women's one where they had the first women's rumble be the main event and have Ron to come out at the end, whatever. Um so yeah, so I think once, once they, they they didn't even get a chance to think about Sami Zayn and and the the bloodline during the Rumble, because once Cody came out of thirty, it, they they were hyped for it, and yeah. there was no Daniel Bryan moment this year where they could. No,
0: just, thankfully. Yeah. Uh, Cody, I mean Cody needed this moment, and Cody and Roman is going to be great. This having a Normally, I would get so angry that they had this big surprise that was supposed to win it no matter what, come out at 30. When, when I realized he was out at 30, I'll admit I was a little irritated. I kept track of who was entering. I'm like, why would they do that? Have him come in and last a while, the show's pecks fine. Uh, but come out at 30, he still had a lot of memorable moments, a lot of memorable people. Um, I, I think Cody and Gunther both... Any fear about how they'd be used in the WWE, officially erased. and Big redemption spots for the both of them. The last two also go hand in hand. This would be Kevin Owens Sami Zayn. Now, yeah, I know what you're going to say. Owens has won numerous championships, even the heavyweight. Uh, had a Stone Cold match at WrestleMania. He was the face of NXT for a while. Why would he need to be redeemed? Now, a lot of people thought he was going to leave and go to AEW. That's how he was used. How he was losing.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, The rumor came out that at one point he was supposed to be like an everyman, but he went to John Laurinaitis and cried about it. Uh, Didn't look truly good for Owens. Like it looked like he was kind of just being used, kind of like a Mick Foley. And. This Roman feud has taken him to a top tier. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and,
1: like, there's a lot of symbolism uh, with him, with what happened uh, at the Rumble. Him handcuffed. Um, yeah. Laying there lifeless against the ropes. A lot of symbolism there.
0: And then, who else but best friend Sammy Zane to save him? And I mean, if I'm questioning Kevin Owens' <laughs> WWE run, what must I think about Sammy Zanes? Essentially, after he, he won the NXT title, it was almost a nosedive. I mean, yeah, again, recently, he's had the Johnny Knoxville and the Bloodline. But it almost seemed like he's going to be the next Dolph Ziggler, where you can always guarantee on him to put on a good match. But you're never going to expect him to win.
1: Yeah, and let's hope he has a little bit better uh, career turnout than Dolph Ziggler, though. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah like, and now like, I'm, like, he, he had... Uh, the big angle NXT, uh, mm-hmm. with winning the championship and then getting turned on by Kevin Owens, funnily enough. Um, yeah, he, he what debuted on Raw. That was yep. a big Yeah, and moment. they threw his shoulder out. And then that seemed to be kind of it.
0: Um, yeah, I mean his other bigger moments, Johnny Knoxville, and Kevin Owens stuff when he would either he would feud with him and fight him. I'm glad to see these two have been such a as Rocket strapped their back to the top of the WWE recently, um, I'm excited for their eventual match against the Usos for the Tag Team Championships. I'm nothing but good things for these two, and I I I think we can just thank Triple H for that because I think if Vince never would have left.
1: Here, here's a pitch for you. I was just thinking about it because obviously this is being recorded before SmackDown it is yeah. Thursday night, so SmackDown's tomorrow. So I don't know, we don't know what's gonna happen tomorrow. Uh, so this. And this is, I don't. This probably not come out before SmackDown. Um, Jey Uso is conflicted. So who knows if he even wants to even be in the bloodline anymore? Um, So at Mania, let's draw this out to Mania. We can do Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus um, Jimmy Uso and Solo. Uh huh. And then have Jay be a special guest referee, and have that be like the just have Uh more internal conflict. Like Roman wants him to put the the shoe in or put the work in for Solo and uh, Jimmy. But you know, who knows?
0: See, you're more uh, optimistic with long term booking. (laughs) I just figure Sammy's gonna fight Roman at the next pay per view in Montreal. Jay's going to be conflicted until then. They'll cost Sammy the match. And then we'll get the Usos against Zane and Owens.
1: So, so, if, if, or... <laughs> <laughs> Jay tries to cause Roman it, but fails. Oh. Because, you know, obviously, Roman's not going to lose to Sammy at Elimination Chamber, unfortunately. Um, I'd be, I'd be shocked if that happened. <laughs> like, I piss if they blow the big WrestleMania moment of him losing at Elimination Chamber the month before Mania. I I might not even watch Mania, but um, yeah, <laughs> I don't. I doubt that's gonna happen. But I, you know, listen, well, they they've shown recently with the Triple H uh, regime at Creative, uh, long term is more possible. You know, this bloodline feud has been going on for a, a long time since early fall so and oh, fucking weird we just did an episode on bray wyatt and he, <laughs> he's been fucking cutting promos for a decade now and finally had a match uh so the you know, long-term short isn't completely out of the picture but uh yeah and a nice this is this has been a nice little uh Redemption uh, for the, not, not even just at the Rumble, just these past couple of months for a lot of these. Uh, oh yeah, a lot of these guys, and it's finally good to see. Uh, and I think that's kind of what's turning the tide a little bit. This was getting so much momentum to WWE because uh, before it was it seemed like AEW last summer had all the momentum going into the winter and the new year, and now just a year later, it seems like it's the complete opposite. Like WWE with all these, not even they didn't even really. Uh, sign anybody new. They brought back no. their old talent and uh, pushing the people they already had on the roster that wasn't getting pushed before. Uh, do you think and, and doing, people... Doing more interesting things with them.
0: Do you think people like Claudio who left, or like Ember Moon, who clearly would have been pushed in this era, do you think they regret leaving at this point? And I purposely chose them because they've done stuff.
1: Um... I don't think Claudio does. I think Claudio um was doing what he wanted to do. He's Ring of Honor World Champion.
0: That's true.
1: Um and I think that's I think that's good enough for him. Um cuz I don't really think it's about necessarily much about money or anything. Cuz where does where would Claudio fit in today? Like yeah, he'd get he'd get pushed. He'd just be a guy in the rumble. Right he'd now. He'd be a banger, bro. He could be a banger, bro. <laughs> Um, and who's he fight on Mania? Maybe Gunther, or yeah, or he could be in Ring of Honor and be their world champion, and then fight who's ever over there. Ember Moon might regret it because she's I, I, I was wrong on that. And I'll admit that I thought she'd be more of a a bigger impact player than she what she has been in the women's division over there. Uh uh-huh. um, And she and uh, I don't know, I don't know. That's just that's a whole other issue right now only, with AEW. Only reason
0: I'm a, only reason I'm asking is because you know you figure they could come back in a future Royal Rumble and be a future Royal Rumble redemption story.
1: That, my friends, is called a tease. We'll we do another one of these in five years. It never moves back. We'll we'll, we'll we'll call it back. I told you so. We told you.